at the center of the great forest, on an island in the sky. The crow, deer, and wolf clans have been training three fearsome warriors from infancy for one purpose, to protect and serve the goddess of Estra. Uh, so how exactly are we going to do that? Protecting the goddess, I mean. Ugh. Fran lies down. Uh, Laika can't answer because she's too busy sniffing both your butts. <gasps> okay, back off, Wolf Clan. This disturbs me, uh, but not to worry, I will instantly repress it. These are the guardians of the goddess. Laika, the tiefling paladin who hails from the Wolf Clan. Nobody's touching one beautiful hair on the goddess's head as long as I'm around. Corbin, a human druid from the Crow Clan. Human! I'm a crow! And Fran, a water genasi wizard of the deer clan. So, like, is there a way to quit this job or what? This unlikely trio will venture forth into an unfamiliar world without knowing who can be trusted against the powerful dark force stalking the steps of their goddess and threatening the future of their world. Tune in every second Monday to Dames and Dragons, a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast. See you then! Hello, and welcome backstage on A Town Called Amnesty. I don't normally do intros for these backstage episodes, but I thought this one could do with a bit of context. Something happened when we were recording this game that didn't happen so much in Ariadne or Five Stage Rescue, which is that the company got a bit stuck. I mean, there were moments in Ariadne where things got stalled, but that was because I didn't set up clear enough goals, and nobody was sure what they were supposed to be trying to get done. The difference this time is that I did it on purpose. I wanted to put the company in the driving seat of the story, to present a situation they had stakes in but that didn't have one obvious angle of attack, and make them decide what they wanted out of it. That ended up causing a bit of temporary paralysis, and the company needed a bit of out-of-game discussion to break out of it. Ellie suggested we keep the mic running while they talked it out, uh, so that's what you're about to hear. We did still treat it as a break, so be warned there's going to be a bit of off-mic speaking and rustling snack packaging. If you like this and you want to hear more out-of-game discussion from behind the curtain, do let us know. Uh, We're on Twitter, at Merely Roleplay. Putting this sort of thing on the feed is a bit of an experiment, and I'm keen to know how it goes down. Uh, And if it's not your thing, no hard feelings, we'll be back in Amnesty next week with Minds Made Up and Action Imminent. Yeah, I mean, you, you can decide at this point whether your priority is working out who killed Abe. Yeah. And work out whether your priority is just trying to get out alive, whether yeah. you want a Magnificent Seven this and, like, make a stand against the posse at sundown. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anything. Whatever whatever you feel like... Because I... Whatever feels right. If they're actual you. deputies, join them. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, this is the thing. Like, I personally don't care about really the well-being of the people in the town. I've not become attached to anyone. Yeah. And no. from what uh, Janice is saying, they are actually all convicts. Mm. So from our job point of view, they all need to get caught anyway. I, d- I don't like the way this is happening. I feel suspicious about it all. But then what do you want to do about it? That's, um... Yeah, that's, see, that's the thing. It's like I want, I want, feel like the, the little guy that's getting stomped on and I kind of want to stop the big guys and maybe like take them out. 
So you want to uh, have a war with the posse? Kind of, yeah, but I'm nervous about it. I'm unsure. I think Vance might be God and we should shoot him in the face. <laughs> that is a strong shout. Yep. Be exciting, won't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. What do you think? Uh, well, if these people are trying to be good. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I am. It's like second chances. But that's the thing with you, though. You're like 100% the law and justice. Surely your thing should be that they all need to go to prison. Well, their living conditions aren't very good here, so it kind of is prison. Um, I don't know. Is it that you don't tr- trust the posse? Yeah, I don't, right. I don't trust the posse. to. Their intentions so in, don't seem right. They yes. seem to be in So it in that me. case, what do you want to do? Round up the town and we hand them in? Oh, I hadn't considered that option. Well, you need to decide, we, each of us need to decide what our motivations are. It's difficult for me because my motivation is, is pretty much just selfish. So I'm like, I don't care what happens to these people. Um, so for me, I'm not really interested in whether the other deputies are genuine or not and what the people are doing. So for me, I'm just like, well, let's just take the body that gets us the bounty and leave. Yeah. But from, what, from that conversation that I've had, we're going to get rounded up irrespective of who we are, where we're from. So they are going to come for us. Yeah, but then... But I'm saying, let's just, let's escape. So then the plan would be, we to need to fight them, but we need yeah. to escape. So, so then it depends how how motivated you guys are to do something different, mm. or to do that, or... I reckon we, we get the townspeople on our side and make them um, fight the posse with us. Because I, I can't see us getting out without them noticing. But then what do you want to do with the people yeah. afterwards? The weirdest thing is that we've been given time before they round people up. Mm. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. That, like, they're giving them a chance. If these were Unless just something like, different happened on the boat. We don't know what happened yeah, on the boat. Well, yeah, quite. Because yeah. if, if these were just like, yeah, if they weren't lawmen come here, it would be a different, it would be a different matter. But they are. Although seemingly they don't believe we are, mm. so if we try and leave, they're they're not going to be very happy. But because our our best shot is probably just to to try and escape. Yeah. So because I was halfway thought well, we could do like a magnificent seventy plan sort of thing, but then they're in the town, so it's not like we can prepare. No. Because <laughs> they're sat in we the saloon. Can't build up like borders. But, yeah, you can't barricade anything or do anything like that. Other than sneaking around and killing them, but that doesn't mm-hmm. seem like the sort of thing we can do easily. And is totally morally against what Alex would want us to do. Mm, yeah. Well, if I think that they're being morally reprehensible, and I do, then I'd want to act against. I them. don't understand why you do though. Like they all—they seem like a weird bunch. But if you believe in lawmaking and rounding up criminals, then this so, is exactly the kind of thing you want to do. Yeah, but the problem they, is that the conversation I've had in the saloon is them being like, "We don't care if you are or you aren't. You're coming on the boat," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, but I am." So. My, my issue is that they have not seen reason. Also, a, a point about stats is that high, a high just stat doesn't necessarily mean Alex is always on the side of like, the law as written. Mm. He's always on the, it can be his personal sense of moral, morality and justice if he wants to play it that way. Yeah, from there's, there's, kind of enough, there's enough leeway in a lot of the stats that yeah. you can play. Yeah. Before what they said, they seem to be here for a fight. More than mm, like yeah. they seem to be excited about the fact they get to kill people, mm. as opposed to actually like carrying out some sort of law enforcement. Mm. But now, I mean, if we're not really interested in law enforcement, we're on the deputy for money, aren't we? So, yeah, 
So, what should we do? My next action is to go and find the um, the tent. What tent? That Abe was in to see if there's any clues. Oh, so you want to solve his murder? No, I want to see if there's anything that reveals anything in there. That's my next move. Reveals anything about what? Anything at all that gives us a bit of an advantage over the posse. Like just the situation at large. Mm. Who these people are, why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a bounty on the boat, so <laughs> we'll hopefully find out a little bit more about this Vance character. I mean, he doesn't seem very nice either. No. They all seem... I'm just hoping we'll find, like, a skull and crossbones mm. flag. <laughs> they're ambiguous. Mm. I think that's kind of also what I'm doing, is I'm trying to find something that um, cements it and stop make, stop for me, starts making it more of a black and white area and less grey. It's Matt. That's not going to happen. Mm. <laughs> Hey, you were complaining in the break that you'd hit a dead end. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not not as a bad thing. I'm just like, wow. Have guys with guns show up? Yeah, exactly. Roman Chandler, uh, Maxim. Certainly, them guys. They did turn up. It's awesome. Players is produced by MJ Starling in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Search for the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your usual podcast service, and if you can't find it, let us know. We're on Twitter at Merely Roleplay and Facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers. Reviews and kind words are all very much appreciated, and we hope you'll join us again for our next episode.